Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey, just me at the top of the show to tell you about some shows I have coming up in all the festivals. So if you're in Brisbane... I'm coming up March 7, March 8 for the Comedy Festival up there doing two podcasts, one on, one on the Saturday, one on the Sunday. The Saturday is very, very close to selling out. There's like five tickets left. Sunday, there's a, like about 30 tickets left. So if you haven't got your tickets, get in now. Also, the night of the 7th of March at 7 o'clock at Fritzenberger, I'm doing the world premiere of Modern Contemporary, my brand new show. So for tickets for both those shows... Go to joshua.com.au slash gigs. If you are in Canberra, I am coming there March 21 to do a podcast and Josh Earl Talks. So go to the Canberra Comedy Festival website for all the details there. That is both on the one day. So you can see me for like two hours. It's going to be lovely. And then if you're in Melbourne, I am doing the Melbourne Comedy Festival. I'm doing a five podcast. So the four at the European Beer Cafe and the one at the Festival Club as part of the Melbourne Comedy Festival, Festival Club, at Max Watts there. Now, a lot of people are saying, hey, where do I get tickets for this? Go to the Comedy Festival website, comedyfestival.com.au, click on Festival Club, that's how you do it, and it's April 8, 10 o'clock, April 8. It's a Wednesday night, but it's going to be very, very big. That also coincides with the 200th episode, so I have some very special things planned for that episode. Also, Modern Contemporary, the stand-up show, make sure you get a ticket to that. Go to joshua.com.au, get the tickets. If you get one for the opening weekend, so from March 26 to March 29, it is a special $22 ticket, so it's cheap, but you also get one free ticket to one of the podcasts on the Sundays at the European Beer Cafe. So there you go. You get a free ticket to the podcast. Patreon subscribers, Thank you very much for the last week. You've been very, very lovely. And there'll be another episode, bonus episode going up very soon. If you want to be a Patreon subscriber, go to patreon.com slash D-Y-K-W-I-A and you can help out the podcast. Keep the lights on for the podcast. iTunes reviews are always very helpful as well. I'm going to stop talking. This is, this is getting ridiculous. Enjoy this episode. Episode 194. Very, very fun. Hello and welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am? Oh no, here we go. I apologize. They've, they've turned off already. Sorry, my name is Josh. I'm 13. I'm going through the change. and no, that's fine. Hey, welcome to the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. My name is Josh Earl. And this week on the internet, I found out I share my name with a year 12 student in Brisbane with a LinkedIn page. And on the LinkedIn page, the only thing he is in his interests is the school he goes to. Come on, man. Get some more interest. Learn a skateboard or do something. Are you allowed to Google schoolboys? Like, I mean, if people went into your search history, is that... It came up. Like, I can't do anything. Sure. Why is he on LinkedIn? 
exactly. What business does he He's very proactive. I think, that was a, I think it was like a unit in business management. That's oh. what that sounds like. All right. Okay. okay. I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Hey, if this is your first time to the podcast, what I do is I get four very, very funny people and I quiz them all about their lives. So let's meet them now. Our first guest shares his name with a piping designer from the US. Can you please welcome back to the podcast? It's Lloyd Langford. Yeah. Hey. Oh. <laughs> piping designer. Do you know what that is? Um, no, I know that there's a, um, I think we might have talked about it when I was on the show last time, there's a, an outdoor pursuits yeah. company <laughs> called Lloyd Langford, yeah. um, like pursuits in yeah. Wales, and like I was definitely existed before them, <laughs> they've stolen the name. What's outdoor pursuits? What's you know, like um, d- kayaking and... Four-wheel, um, ah, motorbiking, quad mo- biking. Mountain climbing. was like that, the, the bicycle one. You know you got to chase them around the track? What? Have you seen that one? The no. Pursuit? Oh, sorry. It's, kind of, it's gone off track already. <laughs> and you chase them? The Who's chasing? Oh, Who's chasing? Around the, the, event, the, the, the event. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. Oh, the yeah. Velodrome. Yeah. Velodrome, yeah. Mm. Fuck, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Also joining us is the first time to the podcast. He shares his name with the owner of the Gentle Family Dentist in Phoenix, Arizona. Can you please welcome from Tofop and Two Guys One Cup? It's Charlie Carson. Yeah. Hello. I actually also shared my name with a, a kid who found me uh, on Instagram who had Charlie Clawson as his name. And uh, every time I posted something, he would just post hashtag same. <laughs> and it got under my skin. Like, it was really weird. I entered into this whole kind of battle. After a while, I just messaged this kid and was like, listen, I get it. you got the same name. Can you just please stop hashtag same? That was all he did. And he won in the end. Like, I, I, ended, up, I ended up, like, having to mute him because it's like, this kid beats me with this hashtag same. But you paid on. him off. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Is he on LinkedIn as well? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and next guess, when you type her name into Google, on the first page of the results is a neighbour's wiki yeah. talking about when Nicolette was in, in 1998, was acting on Neighbours. Had a lot of work done. But then 31 years later, yeah. it also talks about how you wrote the very first episode of the spin-off show, Erinsborough High. Can you please welcome Nicolette Minster? Yay! Hey. It's really sad the longer you think about it. So what? let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Because you were, or how old were you when in 88? You were like three. Five. Five. Well, it depends yeah. what month, but yeah. Probably, yeah. You know, maybe four and three. On the show. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Six, Anywhere between four and five. Six episodes? Yeah, probably. Yeah. For a whole block. That's good. Yeah. You were like a child star. Well, I think child stars go on to have substance abuse <laughs> <laughs> or find God. And so I'm a, an aspiring child star. So. <laughs> Just practicing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and finally is a man who shares his name with a Brisbane butcher who works at a place called The Chop Shop. Can you please welcome Sick. to the podcast Ben Knight. Yes. The Chop Shop. Yeah. I thought you were going to go with the one. Um, there's a, a Manchester City footballer. He came up. He's a young kid, yeah. Yeah. I've got, a, I've got a footballer with my name as well. Have you? Yeah. What, who's he play for? He plays for I- Ipswich City in League like, One. Ipswich Town. Ipswich. Ipswich Town, is it? Yeah. Sorry. I think uh, you I think you win. Yeah, Manchester <laughs> <Yeah>. City. <laughs> My guy this week broke his cheekbone. He, w- he wore a mask, and so he looked like the Phantom of the Opera. It was great. Really? What, yeah. During the game, during the game, he wore a mask. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But just a half mask. No, he wore the full oh. mask. <laughs> but but, like, but I only saw the key. No, not the Kruger. What's the other one? The hockey mask. Jason. Jason Voorhees. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 All right. Our first game is called. You can quote me on that. In this round, I'll read out a quote from one of you four. It could be from Twitter, Instagram, just an interview that you did. Mm. 
just know that one of you said it. If you think you know who it is, buzz in and tell me. Your names are your buzzers. If you get it correct, you get a point. If you're incorrect, the person actually wrote, said it or wrote it, they get the point. So you can't buzz in for your own ones. Oh. Poker faces on. Here we go. Question one. I don't know why, but I've been listening to a lot of funk. Nicolette. Yes, Nicolette. Ben. No, that was Lloyd Langford. Oh. <laughs> point there for Lloyd. I didn't buzz in because I thought I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I actually bought an Earth, Wind, Fire album the other day. Oh, yeah, we should hook up after this. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> you're, you're a funk man, are you, Lloyd? I, I, I do like a lot of music from the past. And funk is one of them? Funk is good, yeah. yeah. There's like the classic stuff like James Brown and all that, but then you dig deeper, like like one, like... I mean, this is already boring me. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I recommend uh, Impeach the President by the Honey Drippers. Okay. Very timely. Yeah, it was about Nixon. It's so funky. You remember the band Extreme, you know, More Than Words? Yeah. yeah. And they had a song called Get the Funk Out, which so actually good. contained no funk in the song. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So I guess they're true to their words. <laughs> I love with Extreme, they had that one song, More Than Words, yeah. which was nothing like any of their other songs. Yeah. And people would go to their gigs expecting to see all ballads and they were like a, like a hair metal band. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You'd think... From the, well, al- just, from the album Porno Graffiti, yeah. I believe. But you think, must, let's just be... write some songs like More Than Words. Let's yeah. just do that. It must be really difficult if you've got like one massive hit. Mm. I remember going to see a, a gig <laughs> when I was a kid, Hanson. <laughs> Played at a festival and they did mbop three times. Yeah, <laughs> did they do it? Th- yeah, they opened with it. They had a few bangers. Then they, they did it in the yeah, middle, and then yeah. they came out and did it again at the end. That's dope. Three times. Yeah. Apparently, the Counting Crows played Blues Fest and re- refused to play Mr. Jones, and there was no. almost a riot. Really? Yeah. There was a busker in Launceston who knew two songs. One of them was Mr. Jones. He would just clean up. He'd play Mr. Jones, and the other one was an R.E.M. song, Everybody Hurts. Like, he'd just play those two songs back-to-back. Everyone walking past, that he won. Oh, girl, I love this song. Put some money in. <laughs> They're two very different songs. Though, very different songs, so that's why you get, you get a different audience. Yeah. Yeah. Can I, on a side note, can I, I toured with um, Lloyd. He is the greatest at, at, at making playlists. Thank you. Oh. He's got, no, like, like this is it's it's next level. So I get he says you give him a theme. So one of them was cowbells. It's every song with a cowbell. Oh, in it. Wow. And he'll just, yeah, that's it's great. insane. It's what next was level. the one I made? You Did that become oh. because you were talking about Fear the Reaper? Is that was that on there? Yeah, that was on yeah. there. Yep, Blue Oyster Cult. Yeah, the more cowbell sketch for those. Where's our Wild Wild West Escape Club and the cowbell? <laughs> what? I don't know that. Oh, is really? That one? Living in the wild, wild west. Remember that song? Wow, that is west. west. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, that's a big cowbell song. Oh, yeah, okay. that's the I'll, I'll, I'll pop it on there. Yeah. All right, question two. Time to come clean. I know one knot, the shoelace one. And if I really need to make sure something's secure, I'll just repeat it and repeat it. Lloyd. Yes, Lloyd. Nicolette. No, that's Charlie. Oh, put that for Charlie. Yes. I like earning points doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. That's great. I, I'm the, I know one knot, that's it. Yeah, yeah. No, I... Uh, I, I well... I can sort of do a variation on the noose, <laughs> but not a knot you want to do when people are around. Right. If you're at a party and you're not enjoying the person you're talking to, just fashion a noose. Yeah. Question three. Sometimes I think about that crazy bread they used to serve at Sizzler and I sigh. Charlie. Yeah. Yes, Charlie. Nicolette. Yes, you are correct. That oh, well was Nicolette, done. yes. Like it was, yeah. Cheesy toast? It was because of the expression on my face. Yeah. <laughs> I still felt it. I used to love that bread. 
Is it the yeah. cheesy toast? I mean, I question yeah. how much Parmesan bread, bread is in it. Yeah. You can buy. I think you can buy it from Woolies. I think, and I think there's like blogs, and I'm sure there's a number of YouTube videos that will tell you how to recreate it. If there's not, I'll be making it. It was just yeah, Parmesan and fried bread. That's yeah, all it was. That, yeah. It was yeah. so much more than that, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> potato was it, skins as well. Was it unlimited? <laughs> or was Sorry. it very much you get one piece and no, then you got to pay it, it You got that. That was the introduction. And then. And the amuse bouche. Yes. And then it was like, <laughs> if you're like my family, you're like, we all just got the salad bar. That was it. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, nothing else on the menu. Dad got a steak. He was allowed to have a steak. The rest of us just salad bar. <laughs> Cheese bread. First cheese time. bread, yeah. and which was don't fill up on the cheese bread. What? Yeah. Mum wanted us to get value for money. Okay. Yeah, you yeah. need to leave room for all that the lettuce. Three day old lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> Question four. Speaking of food, pistachios shit me. So much work, and all you're left with is a table covered in nut toenails. <laughs> Lloyd. Yes, Lloyd. Ben. No, that was Charlie. Oh, Went there for Charlie. Also, he laughed at his own joke, by the way. Laughing <laughs> <laughs> at how bad it was. Not toenails. I really like that. Yeah. There you go. Deep, you can have it. Like you have gone deep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I remember this. All right. Question five. I'm genuinely afraid that Muffin Break could go under before I'm old enough to own a senior's card and enjoy it daily with wild abandon. Ben. Yes, Ben. Lloyd. No, that was Nicolette. Ah, <laughs> oh, it was a bread theme to yours. <laughs> Should have picked up on that. Write what you know. Yeah. <laughs> it is a good, like, just seeing elderly people at Muffin Break or the one in Northcote Plaza. Um, just reaching an age where you go, oh, what do I have for lunch? And seeing a savoury muffin and thinking that's a meal <laughs> option. Like, that's a meal? Yeah. Do you ever wonder what the next, like, snack to be pimped will be? You know how it's like donut time and yeah. muffin break? They'll take just one snack and it becomes super popular and uh, then they pimp it. There's all these like, variations. Like, what's the next Can I one? request toasted cheese sandwiches? That should be the next. Pimped like, out thing. They've already done that. I think you know, there, there is. The, griller, yeah, yeah, yeah there's a couple of those vans, ah. food vans that do that. Okay. Yeah. But well, you can't. The thing with a toasted cheese sandwich is the simpler it is, almost the better. Yeah. Like you can't. Plastic stop, cheese. Yeah, but you can put yeah. like four different types of cheese in it. Like you can really. I like getting the old spaghetti, uh, the tin spaghetti, and putting that in a oh, toasted and sandwich. Like a jaffle. Really jaffle, yeah. Have you seen the toasted cheese sandwich they make on that movie Chef? Yeah. Yeah. And oh, it's in yeah. featured in the Chef show as well. Yeah. Mm. Again, oh, fuck. Did you again, bread. <laughs> so we've all accepted that anything that's carb related will come from my will have come from my mouth. This podcast is not suitable for the gluten intolerance. <laughs> <laughs> all right, question six. Now this one is was just a picture, and it's just it just it says immature, but it's drawn entirely of dicks. Lloyd. Yes, Lloyd. That is Ben. That is Ben. Yes, you are right there. Point there for Lloyd. That's good. You can follow dicks are funny. On yeah. Instagram. So this is... draw stupid pictures. It's it's so immature. Oh, you put your own artwork up and yeah. refer to it as immature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're right, that I is immature. wrote immature with dicks. So dicks. It's very, oh, it's very right. highbrow. If, if that was hanging on a lot wall of in, a, in, a, in an art gallery, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. meaningful. <laughs> that's deep. <laughs> See, my friend... So Banksy. My friend, Damien, Banksy. my friend Damien Lawler one year in the Comedy Festival put on an, an art show... And one of the pieces was a huge, it was like like probably two metres by two metres, like this thing of Princess Diana, mm. which from the back of the room just was a picture of Princess Diana. And then you walked up close and it was all done with him drawing tiny dicks. <laughs> <That's sick. laughs> 
And it, sorry, Nicolette looks very upset here. No, I'm imagining it. Yeah. It's not made out of bread. No. <laughs> That'd be good, yeah. though. Yeah. That good. <laughs> All right, question seven. I didn't want to spend the rest of my life shoving my finger into dogs. Nicolette. Yes, Nicolette. Lloyd. Yes, you're correct. Yes, that was Lloyd. <laughs> what? I have no recollection of ever typing that. It was in an interview where, they, <laughs> where you were talking about choosing whatever degree you chose. Oh, uh, yes. Because you didn't want to do, like, vet science. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. So what did you You did a theatre degree? A film and television studies. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. I did the same degree. And then my university then got bulldozed. It doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Yeah. It's you, basically procrastination. Yeah. yeah. That's a good time, though, to do it. Yeah. Those, yeah. With three years, four years? Three. Three, yeah. Perfect. I can't believe that you still did that degree and thought, yeah, no, nah, I'll definitely be clear of assholes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surrounded by them now. <laughs> and I, I don't mean like, <laughs> here, but... <laughs> All right, next question. Just heading out to sign over my power of attorney to Spotify because it turns out it knows me better than I know myself. Charlie. Yes, Charlie. Lloyd? No, that's Nicolette. Shit. Wasn't oh, bread related. <laughs> you zigged when you zagged. But she was so listening to the band bread. So oh, that's, yeah. Yeah. It was cake, actually. Cake. Okay. <laughs> is this because off the back of their yeah, it yearly... Yeah, off the back of that, this is what you've listened to. And, yeah. and I was like, I do not know myself. <laughs> but, yeah. What, what, was, what was your top artist? Oh, look. <laughs> I have a habit of listening to the same... Like just locking onto a song and yeah. then listening to it for an in, inane amount of time, you know, maybe three to four days, and then just moving on. Mm. So it was, it it was Tina Arena's "That's the Way a Woman Feels." Great, that's awesome. Um, yeah, because this is this is what I like about Spotify is that no one has guilty pleasures anymore no. because you just oh well I listen to music I like now and then that I, was don't, the I don't I don't go into a Billy Eilish, but I was like, yeah. fuck. It's a thing I don't have to go into a record store and buy the thing that I think the person behind the the counter thinks is cool. Yeah. Which no, novelty albums are a lot easier yeah. to access. <laughs> I've got Morris Minor and the Majors, all three albums. Oh, <laughs> stutter rap. Question nine. Nobody shows more righteous indignation than the pedestrian who glares at you for accidentally encroaching on their crossing at an intersection. Ben. Nicolette. Oh, yes, I heard Ben first. I'm going Charlie. You are correct. Yes, yeah. Ben's off the ball. Nice. Yes. It was really well written. I was like, yeah, that sounds... I've never met you before, but you seem very articulate. Uh, yeah, thank you. No, I, uh, I, that, Nick, actually, that actually was written at the lights, which is probably against the law. <laughs> Were you over the thing? Yeah, yeah. I'd done the thing where I had edged in and I, I didn't have the room to roll back. And this guy, like, eyeballed me from the moment he crossed, like, slowly went around, made a big deal of going around the bonnet of my car, eyeballing me as if I was somehow slowing him down. It's I like, had a woman come up like knock on the it's, windscreen. What, I mean, it's clearly what's happened is I tried, couldn't get across the intersection, but yeah, righteous indignation. Fuck him. Oh <laughs> That's so good. This is our final question for the round. A stingray is essentially a camouflaged underwater doormat with a poison dart for an ass. Charlie. Yes, Charlie. Lloyd. You are correct. Yes, whether for Charlie. Did you, did you swim with stingrays? Or? I went on holiday to Marlborough Sounds in the South Island of New Zealand, and we had this idyllic mountainside villa with our own little pier and everything and I was jumping into the water with like gay abandon until I realised that there's stingrays everywhere oh. and the guy that owned the house was like they're fine like they won't hurt you but like I don't know I still had Steve Irwin I was just going to say Steve yeah I, I mean and like if he gets killed by a stingray 
having worked with all those dangerous animals and yeah. devoted his life, like that's sort of okay. Yeah. But if it's just some plum on holiday, <laughs> <laughs> just jumping into water it's without looking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, at the end of the round, the scores are Ben on one point, Lloyd on two points, Nicolette on three points, but in the lead on four points is Charlie Clarkson. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All right, this round is called Nine to Five. What a way to make a living. Now, we've all had jobs. Some are, some are great and some are not so great. And this round, we focus on one person's old job in particular. And today, we're talking about a young Charlie. Now, as a young actor, what did he do? Okay, was it A, he was hired by a law firm to uncover illegal phone sex lines, calling up friendship hotlines advertising in the newspaper and trying to get them to initiate dirty talk. That's A. B, he was hired by the 7.30 report on the ABC to uncover the booming illegal erotic massage parlours and one day, Charlie got eight massages around Sydney. <laughs> or was it C, his image was used by a Sydney stripper for their promotional materials. His manager discovered it and ordered a cease and desist, and Charlie got a very healthy payout as a result. Now, one of these is correct. You can ask me as many questions as you want. Bear in mind, he wants you to get it wrong, so he gets your point. You don't have to answer together. You can all answer individually. The floor is open for questions. Ask away. How old were you when this... Into the microphone, though. <laughs> How old were you when this happened? Sorry, mate. Uh, early 20s. I can't remember exactly, but it was definitely early 20s. Post-university. So with the... Let's, um, let's deep dive into the phone sex one. Mm. You had to ring up potential illegal sex lines. Uh, yes, because back in the day of uh, when people would call phone lines. There were some that were classified just as chat, friendly chat platonic yep. phone lines, I guess, and others that were specifically for sex. Yet if you were advertising sex, you had to state that clearly in your ads. So this law firm were, I don't know, they were launching some kind of investigation of phone lines that were offering just friendship chats, but were really offering sex. But you would have to then ring up friendship chat lines and be horny yeah. and hope that they would <laughs> reciprocate. Did you yes. have to do the baiting? Or what's did you the, wait? Well, did, were, you the ones, were you the one that had to take the conversation in a direction that it Yeah, so, well, so there was, a, there, was, uh, there, were, there was a group of us and four would be, four, four or five... Were you in the same room? Yes. Okay. Would be, one, four would be transcribing because this is the evidence for the law firm and the other one would have to be doing the call. And so you couldn't initiate it because that would be, I guess, entrapment, entrapment. or yeah. something like that. Yeah. But you had to leave the door open <laughs> to start. Did uh, you actually also have to leave the door open? <laughs> yeah, literally. So, uh, yeah, you, you, would, you, would, you would make leading statements like, I've just had a shower and uh, I'm just sitting on the couch or whatever or something like that. I think that was my go-to is I've, I've just had a shower. That's still my go-to. <laughs> <laughs> and um, when you were the face of this... This, this strip club. Yes. I, what, not not strictly the face of a strip club, but the face of a strip. Uh, it was someone who was touring and they had posters made up. So I was at strip clubs, but not. it wasn't like I was the face of Crazy Horse. So you've, had your face been like superimposed on another body or was it, it was, your body? No, no, it was not the full body. It was just a headshot. It was kind of like there was a few images on the wall. It wasn't just one. It was like a... 
It's like an Avengers poster, I guess. Right. <laughs> a stripper, a stripper uh, yeah. Avengers, and so with all like, the different types of stripper. Yeah, yeah, the, the guys. It was like the hunks of whatever. Blah, 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 and, so. and were you acting at this point? Were you like uh, not? Was this uh, yes, pre or yes, post Blue Healers? It was pre anything yep. big that I'd ever done. So it would have been yeah. I was friends with a guy in youth theatre and he was a actor struggling to earn a living and he went into a photo shoot and they took photos <laughs> of him, like, modelling clothes and then they were like, oh, why didn't you, like, take your shirt off, et cetera, et cetera. And he was quite young, but he was, like, fine. And mm. they took photos and then the guy was like, maybe why don't you take your trousers off and stuff. And he was like, no. And then he kind of, like, left the job. And, like, forgot all about it. And then, like, six months later, he was in, like, sixth form college. And one of the guys was like, hey, have you seen this? And he had, like, a men's magazine. And they had the sex chat lines in the back of the magazine. Oh. And his photograph. Oh, was, right. That, and that's what the shoot had really been for, yeah. is to get a, a hunk. So could they saw him? Did they? Did they well, I think he was I, He was just, like, he didn't, Whatever. he wasn't bothered. Yeah, okay. But. I, w- I wasn't bothered at the time. I'd actually seen it. Someone else had seen it. And then uh, I had told my agent as a joke because I didn't think – because my knowledge of strip clubs is, is very light. But I imagined that, like, you know, this wasn't going to be there forever. It was probably just for this tour or whatever. But my manager was insistent that we – How much did you get paid out for it? Uh, settlements. I think it was around 10 grand. But my manager took some of that as well. So <laughs> probably a bit less than 10, yeah. And the other um, one where you have to um, do the sting on the <laughs> the massage the massage parlors, <laughs> yes. and you had eight different massages in a day. How many of the eight massages would you consider crossing the line? Um, well, <laughs> what define crossing the line? How many um, wanks did you? Get? <laughs> <laughs> because uh, if you get if if the first it, one give you a happy ending, surely you've got to then like. Take a bit of time out before <laughs> yeah. you go into the second one. Were they still referring to your shoulders as being tense by the seventh or eighth? And you thought I have not got my money's worth. It was similar to the phone text line in that once you had initiated the erotic part yeah. of it. Oh, you didn't have, you to, didn't go have through. to go through with it. You All just right. you could make your excuses and leave. So I think the first place I went to I mean, it was actually, I couldn't believe that they needed someone to go undercover because, like, anyone could have walked in and could tell what was happening in this place. Like, all the masseuses were in lingerie. Um, And so she just said, do you want to uh, get naked and get on the table? And I was like, okay. And then I said, I'd like to keep a towel on if that's okay. And so she started on the calf massage and I could feel her working up to the thighs. And I was like, I could see where it was going. So I made my excuses, and I just said, you can just stick to the shoulders. <laughs> I didn't leave. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so what a the, gentleman. How do you get the evidence, though? Like, how do you... Yeah. Well, it's just my word. Okay, gotcha. I mean, I'm not going to go. Just... I'm not going to go and it's like slander some legitimate, <laughs> like health spa. <laughs> Hand jobs as far as I could see. <laughs> well, you, did you know what I meant? Like, like you could feel it was going to go that direction. Well, yeah. I mean, I've had a regular massage before, and it's yeah. like they don't they don't strip you naked and go straight to your thighs and, and when they're legit, in my experience. I had a massage once, which my agent recommended me to go to this masseuse because I had really bad um, shoulder pain. And I laid on the table. I, I said to the lady, I've, got, I've hurt myself on a plane. <laughs> I, um, I, you, like my, it's my shoulders. I've got knots in my shoulders. And she went, okay. I laid on the table she took my trousers off. Oh, maybe it was the same place. Really started like punching my ass. Yeah. 
punching it. What do you what? mean? Like, it's going a tone on my butt cheeks. <laughs> oh yeah, well, that makes sense. But I was like, it's the show. Like it's the show. <laughs> I know. I know. There's this whole like philosophy Sorry, that the body's connected. Yeah. But yeah. This philosophy. This myth. <laughs> on my honeymoon. On my honeymoon. My wife and I got a couple's massage, and the one who did it also was the masseuse for the Geelong Football Club. And so when she was lying down, she's like, do you like it firm? I'm like, oh, yeah, pretty firm, but I'll, I'll let you know if it's too firm. She went to town on my ass. <laughs> I couldn't sit down for two days afterwards. It was so, really? so sore. Like, she damaged my coccyx or something like that. It was, like, so bad. Like, yeah, that was my honeymoon. It was, uh, it was lovely. <laughs> I got grabbed on the um, fellow when I was in Hong Kong not that long ago. It was kind of intimidate because like she didn't it, the, the, the reason no I asked question. you that question it was because I, I was like man do I say something and make me look like an idiot like just because mm. she was massaging me and I kind of started getting a bit weird like I don't know where this is going to go but I don't want to be an idiot and go hey just the shoulders yeah. like yeah. and she like, what I was always going to do this do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. and then I s- sat up and she just went boom straight on the prong and I was like no <laughs> <laughs> I yelled I yelled no and then she went shh <laughs> fully shushed me and I was like yeah you're right I'm sorry I shouldn't, I shouldn't have yelled <laughs> like, I felt like I, I'd done the wrong thing like, yeah sorry for raising my voice yeah no you're right thanks for grabbing me on the dick <laughs> any more questions oh yeah sorry uh, or do people know what they're going to lock in I think I'm pretty confident to All right. lock in Nicolette what yeah. do you think it is I think that your face was used you think C I he was C. the Sydney stripper yeah Ben I'm going to go uh, the phones. The phone, phone sex line. A. Yeah. Phone yeah. sex line. Well, I'll pick the masseuse then. You're going to go B? Yeah. <clears throat> the correct answer was A, so a point there for Ben, two points for Charlie. Yes. I, only, I only went with C because something similar happened to my husband. Oh. Yeah, where he had gone and done a commercial for uh, in a, basically a... a Whatever a nimble is, what are those ca- like brokery services? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Quick, um, lo- quick loans. Was, yeah, one of those. Yeah, pretty reputable those ones, as far Loan as I know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, he done it as a favour, and it turns out that it was owned by the pa- the parent company who owned Club X, and he ended up the spot ended up being shown on this outside of. <laughs> <laughs> Not to entice people in, but obviously to let them know if they couldn't afford it that there was an option to get inside. Oh, and um, he right. had to go after them because that was not part of the deal. So that is the saddest thing. Turns like... out it just happened to him. Um, <laughs> I thought maybe you guys could start a support group. <laughs> I now have heaps of follow-up questions about the phone sex. Yeah. Mm. yeah, so that was, I think actually there's a couple of other comedians, I think Michael Chamberlain and maybe even Charlie Pickering were also in that group of transcribers because we're all working, we all uh, win a comedy troupe and one of the guys in the troupe also was a lawyer and worked this... at a law firm and to the Datsun. But um, yeah, he said, look, if you guys want to make a thousand bucks for the next five days, we're just going to be... Uh, going through the local paper. We're just going to call one by one. So take it in turns. And so it was hilarious because you'd have four guys there, like, so that they couldn't make a noise. And you'd be on the phone doing that thing of, oh, I've just had a shower and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But the thing is, some of the numbers you were calling were legitimate <laughs> chat lines. They weren't phone sex lines. And so you would be pressing and pressing to kind of, like, get dirty. And when you finally would just, like, say something blatant or whatever... They would be so offended, and then everyone would be cracking up listening to you, like in an airfall from the lake. Who do you think you are? Blah, blah, blah. But then the other flip side of that is when you did get a phone sex line, that's all the evidence they needed. 
So you didn't need to stay on the line. So then you had this tug of war where you had you trying to like fake an orgasm really quickly <laughs> while she was trying to keep you on the line because she was making money like per minute. And so it's like, no, I'm done, I'm done, bye, go. And then the round of scores are Lloyd on two points, Ben on two points, Nicolette on three points, but further in the lead now on six points is Charlie. Oh, yeah. Wow. I'm a natural at this. All right, this round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this round, each of you are given a fact about another person on the panel. If you think it's true, you say yeah. If it's a lie, you say nah. A point, if you guess correctly, a point to the person the fact may or may not be about if you're incorrect. So to Charlie. Okay. When Lloyd was in high school, he hacked into the school computers and changed the school logo on every computer <laughs> to be a picture of a chimpanzee smoking a joint with the caption, A spliff a day. Helps me to pray, yeah or nah. You can ask me as many questions as you want. Okay, so um, you are clearly in the movie American Pie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so what, what year was this? Were you, is this your final year of high school? I think this was, yeah, it was like final year of high school. It might have, yeah, so I would have been 16, 15. Okay, and how did you access the school's computer? I was with another boy. Nerdlinger. <laughs> <laughs> who was like a, a tech... He knew the computers and stuff. Right. You were the brains of the operation. He was I, the tech I guy. came up with a slogan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he implemented the chimp. Right. <laughs> I found this chimp picture on the computer and I was like, this looks funny. And the school the school logo was the home screen of all of the computers. Sure. And the and the motto as a Catholic high school, so the motto was Laborare, estorare, which is to work is to pray. Right. And then he was like, let's put the chimp on instead <laughs> of the school logo. And then I was like, let's change the, the logo as well to this. And so we did it. There were maybe like 20 computers in the IT room. Yeah. We did it. This was like a Friday afternoon. So it was just the computers in the IT room that yeah. changed. It wasn't like school I think they were pretty much all the computers in the school. Mm. Right. And then we did it. Forgot about it. Monday morning, the IT teacher went in to teach like the year seven, booted up all the PCs, <laughs> and they were confronted with this drug-taking chimp. What was the uh, punishment for that? Well, oh, how did you get caught? I guess did you wind up or did you try? No. And... So, unbeknownst to me at the time, I was in rehearsals for like a school musical or something. The IT teacher then accessed um, everyone's computer ID thing yeah in the whole school and went through everyone's personal details and I was the only person in the school that had the picture of the chimp (laughs) 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 we call that a smoking chimp (laughs) I was caught like red handed or red arsed I guess (laughs) if it was a baboon Um, and then yeah I I, the head of sixth form interrupted the rehearsals and said you need to come with me. You're in r- real trouble. Are you going to be suspended oh, for this thing? But then he goes, "I know that you couldn't do this on a computer." All <laughs> oh, right, so so I had to I offer had to, a bigger fish. I had to offer up the the other pupil, which I didn't do. Oh. and I spoke to the other pupil. And I said, "Look, he's told me I'm going to get suspended if unless I give him your name, but I haven't given him your name." And then he just went and. Like fessed up to it, and oh. I think, I think our IT teacher was so inept that then they used my friend who did it in order to clean it all up. 
Like when because the IP like, teacher wouldn't know how to how to get rid of it all. Like when businesses hire the hacker, they go, oh, <laughs> yeah, come on, yeah, and yeah. you set it up for us. Okay, so how does this work? So if I say yeah if I believe in, and yeah. nah if I don't. Yeah, uh, it's a big yeah from me. You are correct. That is a true oh, story. I was yes. hoping it was going to be true. That's so good. Yeah. So much detail. Oh, I know. That's amazing. I feel like that scene in Reservoir Dogs where he just practices yeah. before he goes undercover <laughs> to see you in the bathroom alright now to Lloyd now Nicolette was once in a play where she had to play the flute she cannot play the flute so when it came to that part she would just move her fingers on the flute <laughs> and with her voice would make the sound of what she thought a flute sounded like yeah or nah so how did you get into this predicament I was a fee-paying student. <laughs> so, I come from a background where we throw money at the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was a fee-paying student. It was actually in the UK. Um, and it was my second degree in exactly the same thing. Um, and part of the course required you to play multiple instruments. Okay. So I could play other instruments and claimed to be able to play also play woodwind um but i could not play woodwind so rather than admit that i was inept i (laughs) i used some creative thinking can you can you replicate the kind of sounds one would have been treated to like, I can't remember if it was like Rogers and Hammerstein or like it was a musical. And the point was that ev- everybody in the course, so everybody in the show, we actually scored the show at the same time that we were. It was very impressive. <laughs> um, we actually played the music at the same time that we we're actually doing the show. So it's like if the band is in the show, right? It's just a band, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And so it, it would it would only be like little licks of stuff. So there it would just be any like flushy kind of run <laughs> stuff. Would be no. Amazing. <laughs> no, it would just be like flushy kind of run stuff. And I wasn't the only person on Woodwind. Yeah. But and the You're and, really dodging my question. Yeah. Oh. yeah. No no I want you know. I can't remember if it was like um, I just want you now to give me your impression like... of you <laughs> making a flute noise. What does a flute like, sound like, Nicole? Well, obviously it would change this. Like my voice would sound quite different if it was moving down the... I'm really stage. sorry that I haven't brought a flute. <laughs> <laughs> it'd, just be, it'd, it'd just be like... <laughs> or if it was a trill, you'd have to kind of like go... Like you have to do something like that because a trill is... <laughs> a trill... Your fingers have to move really fast and you have to... (laughs) Was this... I mean, I feel like you haven't demonstrated it. I already know the answer to this. (laughs) Was this subterfuge discovered? Or did you get away with it? Um, Look, it wasn't a kind of... It wasn't a US college cheating scandal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My mum isn't serving time. Um, Yeah, I guess... I, yeah, kind of. It was just more that it would be pointed out that I, I mean, yeah, but I think people just didn't want to see me utterly humiliated. Yeah, so it's like everyone knew. Everyone knew, yeah. And it, 
How um, many people were in the band, sorry? Uh, in the car? The, yeah. uh, it was just like Nicolette and a drummer. Well, it's become very Lizzo all of a sudden. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it was like 13. Okay. But, you know, you know, like a woodwind part, it's not like I was on bass or on drums. I think if I, if I was just sitting there trying to like... <laughs> Riff a snare drum. <laughs> I went to see a concert recently in Barcelona w- with my girlfriend to see the venue, but there was a concert being played, and me- it was um, an orchestra playing the music of Ennio Morricone. Mm-hmm. And about five minutes in, <laughs> my girlfriend said, "Look at the woman at the back on the like big timpani drums," and she oh, clearly like lost. Something. <laughs> now, we can't decide whether it was the sheet music or like a mobile phone, but she was just sort of like looking around and then she was like looking under the drums and she also started crawling around on her hands. So, this is whilst everyone else is playing. Yeah. And like five minutes in, Anne goes, Look at this woman. And then I, I was like, I'm, I'm so annoyed you've told me about this because it's genuinely ruined. It ruined the whole show. For two hours, she was looking for something. <laughs> yeah, for the whole thing. They had an intermission and all of them left. Genuinely, everyone left the stage. And I was like, right, we can go to... And, and, and look, look, look. She came back out. So she sort of like said goodbye and pretended to leave. Then came back out and got on her hands and knees again. Oh and God. she kept coming, going over to the guy who was like playing the Glock and Spiel. a bag of coke. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she dropped. She kept going over to the guy playing the Glock, Glock and Spiel and like, like imploring him to help her with, uh. with, with her quest. And he would be like, go away and like start shouting at her. But then in the middle of their argument, he would have to start playing the Glock and Spiel. It was, inc- it was one of the best, worst things yeah. I've ever seen. And I think your story is true because it's the type of thing I think I would do as a kid. You are correct. Yes, it was a true oh, story. Wow. so good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, I graduated with honours, first class honours. Oh, well Can done. I ask? It was an acting degree. Like, if think. you were faking the sound, like, how were you expecting that it was going to, like, to someone listening, that, that they would be able to hear it? Or were you just... Well, I mean, what was oh, the... Oh, we was were the, mic'd. Like... Oh, you were yeah. making this... <laughs> you were mic'd up. All right. So they mic'd up your voice so, doing... Yeah, so, well, we were wearing, like, head mics and But then, were you directing your sounds to the mic where the flute would be making the sound? Too? Like... Yeah, there's, like, a part of the flute that... Yeah. Right. You must yeah, be very confident I in am brazen as <laughs> Well, I mean, he was doing... It, it, I was, it was a performance degree. Right. I was selling that. And I would occasionally, like, I would catch particular notes like I knew where but I, some of it was just so hard I and was so, so fast, sure and I was like nah that was not true because this is I insane. present as being highly confident you're right <laughs> have you got recording of that like, <laughs> in your head do you like hear it as perfect but like you listen it back and it's just you going <laughs> yeah it's like listening to that Britney Spears concert or the one where you oh, can actually they're just they take the panting tape it's out. just me <laughs> really heavily <laughs> alright so to Nicolette. Oh, gosh. When Ben was working as a full-time teacher, he was supervising a school camp. The activities took a lot longer during the day, and so when they got back to camp, they had to quickly set up a barbecue. It was dark, and Ben couldn't see if the sausages were cooked all the way through. But because all the students were complaining about being hungry, Ben just served them anyway. 
that night, pretty much every kid got food poisoning, and the whole next day, they just stayed in their cabins. The other teachers on camp still think it was the best school camp yeah. they'd ever been on. Yeah or nah? Oh, well, sorry, that, that year was just that, that year wasn't for the, my decision. The year was for like genius. Yeah, yeah. Poison the kids. What a camp! I've got a lot of follow up questions. Oh, please. Okay, so <laughs> there was a there was a where was the camp? At your Monday. I don't I don't know where that is. Yeah, Sunshine Coast. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, now. Were we we talking Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time or? <laughs> yeah, I can't remember whether it was Daylight Savings because well, Queensland it wouldn't, I'd say yeah, probably, wouldn't probably, probably, probably wouldn't have been because no. otherwise you are feeding the kids too late. Um, oh, okay. good question though. So, that's yeah, that's some Sherlock. Sherlock. Yeah, I can't play the flute, but I can. <laughs> I watch, listen to a lot of podcasts about true crime. Um, okay, so you you the the sausages in question. Um, did you volunteer to do the barbecue? Or no, they they said Ben, you're on the you're on the barbecue. On the barbecue. You don't yeah, mind going home sticking yeah. like meat. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Um, now, did you at any point volunteer yourself as tribute? Did you? Was there a point <laughs> where you went? I better just try one. Did I? Yeah. Well, I did try one. You did try and one, and it was like cooked. It was like in the you know how like barbecues have got like the. The, the grills. Yeah. These ones were the one I tried was cooked, but yeah. evidently a fair few weren't. And and none of the other teachers got sick. No, the teachers didn't. They hadn't eat because we're not. You have to eat after the kids. The kids all have to eat first. And so the residual they, heat might have cooked the sausages. Well, yeah, well, I kept cooking. I kept cooking the other ones. So like the kids, that, look, come on, we got to eat. Because they got to get to bed. Because it's a whole thing on school camp. It's because you're not allowed. No, to No, lock to sleep. them up. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed. You're not allowed to go to sleep until the kids do. Um, so now, wh- so when everyone, when when all the kids were sick, what was the fallout? What what did? So we just they were just <laughs> just what like did you teams to the toilet? It was right. It was pretty brutal. It was raining that day anyway. So like because everyone was pissed off they couldn't do this thing called Jacob's Ladder, which was like the, the kind of like the high ropes thing. Yeah. But that got kind of got rained out anyway. So you don't was, want that so with food right. poisoning. No. <laughs> you don't want the kids underneath no. shit. No. <laughs> how many – sorry, no, oh, no, no. Your question, no, no, no. How, many, how many kids are in there? It's just so it's like three uh, classes of grade five. So how many is that like in so, – Oh, sorry, it's about – What's that? 75 uh, kids. Eight, 75, oh, my God, kids. that's a horror yeah. show. That's a real It wasn't all show. of them, but it was enough to be, And did you just put the be, blame yeah. back on, like, on Woolies? Were you just like, oh, were you just like, oh, <laughs> IGA's really... I kind of couldn't. I kind of oh, just so had you... to... Like, yeah, well, they no, the other teachers didn't just throw me under the bus. It was like, we sort of did say it was Woolworths, but we all knew. Yeah, just just like your food handling and safety stuff. Yeah, must have had a batch of sausages. You can't do Bunnings sizzles now either. You just like yeah, I'm I'm not allowed to do any (laughs) any sausages anymore. (laughs) Little boys are gross enough without food poisoning. They just get extra gross, right? Just Just, disgusting. Just like it was like a tag team to go to the toilet sort uh, of thing. It wasn't all of them, but it was, you know, it was enough. Enough to scare you. The other, yeah. Like some of the teachers took a few of the kids to go do different activities, but the Yeah, there would have been some I, that had iron, uh, had iron guts, surely. Well, yeah, because I think they weren't all not cooked. Like, <laughs> was there I'm like an, a, idiot, an hour of reckoning? <laughs> like was it like once one went off and then the next one went off? And... Yeah, because, well, it was 
night time when because yeah. food poisoning is about you know like six hours so barely anyone slept it was just man yeah it was mayhem it was absolutely crazy what do you think nicolette i think something definitely went down but you're gonna say nah <laughs> you're gonna say nah yeah you are correct that was yeah. not true ah, but i think man, something I'm bad happened I think you were very No, good. you're really good. That was all right. Was very yeah. good. Okay, just the way you. Josh has structured it, there was going to be a now coming. Oh, and I, but then I thought, the game. I knew the now was, was coming, but I was like, oh, don't just nap. Sometimes I don't. That's uh, good. You trust me. Very no, good. No, I'm like right. those fictional I just, kids. <laughs> I know how to cook a fucking sausage. I know. Don't. That's it. I look at yeah, you. Yeah, you look at He knows how to he knows. cook a bloody snag. <laughs> all right, to Ben. Now, when Charlie was 16, he got a job at a pancake restaurant. On his first day, he cut open his hand, mashing bananas. Didn't tell anyone due to embarrassment and just mashed the blood into the bananas, which then got served to the customers. Oh. Yeah or nah? Uh, so how did you cut your hand? Mashing bananas? Yeah, so... so can you uh, explain that? <laughs> yeah, okay, so, um, so it was a pancake restaurant, so they had, their, you know, they had their blueberry pancakes and their strawberry, and so they had a banana pancake. So my job as a kitchen hand, was to get all these bananas, put them in a big tub with a skillet and mash up the banana. You put in some, like, sugar, some syrup or whatever, and then mash them up. But it was my first job ever. I was 16, and I was very nervous. And so I had this thing, and I was chopping up bananas, and I was not paying attention. I just went straight through the nail of my thumb. Have a look at your face. (laughs) (laughs) Blood spurted out. I mean, I don't think there's a scar there. But blood spurted out, like... And I was so nervous that rather than tell anyone, I just stuck my thumb in my mouth and just stirred the blood into the bananas and allowed them to serve it up to paying customers. How much blood are we talking? Like, teaspoon? I mean, it was th- it was like three good spurts, like okay. three pornography, <laughs> three porno spurts to give you an idea of like three porno. It's a lot of. You're watching the wrong type of porn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm into thumb porn. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. 16. 16. Uh, Birdie's Pancake Steak and Seafood. It's now a, a tiny town. Hold on. But say again? Birdie. It was called Birdie's Pancake Steak and Seafood. Steak and Seafood. Yeah, I think Just they're in Adelaide. You could have blamed the blood on the Melbourne. steak, surely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I had the steak into the bananas. I don't think that makes it any better. <laughs> Three good spurts. So you had to mash. The, what was the process? You had to mash the bananas <laughs> in and then... Put all the flour. Yeah, so you, 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 you mash the... I mean, look, this is a long time ago. My memory is that you'd mash the bananas up, you'd pour in some sugar, there was another element like a syrup or something, and then you'd stir it in so it became like a, a banana-y kind of sauce sort of thing okay. that would be poured over the pancakes. I, don't, I didn't see a scar on his thumb. Oh, so it you was know. very Mythbuster-esque, and I'm going to say nah. You are incorrect. It was, yeah, it was a true story. Three big spurts. (laughs) (laughs) How do you get three big spurts and no scar? This is bullshit. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a scar. That's a good point. But I did go through my nail. I remember that very clearly. How long long did you work there for? Um, I actually worked there for about six months. And because I started off in the kitchen, it was a very weird job. It was a bunch of Scientologists, I think, from Adelaide had (laughs) opened this restaurant. And there was, it was like a partial kind of like job, but also a partial recruitment centre. Because Pancake Parlour is run by Scientologists as right? well. Yeah. Okay, right. I didn't know that. They must get people no. in, in through the pancakes. Pancakes. Really? Yeah. yeah. Zenu loves his pancakes. 
Uh, so I started off in the kitchen there. They, they had a weird sort of fairly sexist um, approach where uh, the girls couldn't work in the kitchen. The girls were all for floor staff, like wait, waiting and bar and everything. And the guys... Recruiting. Yeah, recruiting. <laughs> that's right. And the guys were all in the kitchen. Yeah. But I was so incompetent at my job, they sent me to the floor, in which I was a great... Well, I was a terrible waiter. I was great at getting tips because I could make people laugh and charm them, but I was terrible at bringing them their food. <laughs> so I... Uh, I well, they they went from a system where you get to keep your own tips, but then when they shifted to everyone shares the tips, then that's when I quit because I'm like, no, nah, fuck that. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm working hard. I'm I'm zigging and zagging and making people laugh. They're my tips. Zigzag is that a Scientology thing as well? Is I that Zeno zigzag? <laughs> so, all right, then the round scores are Ben on two points, Lloyd on three points, Nicolette on four points, but in the lead still on eight points, it's Charlie. Yeah. That's, that's, that's going to be unassailable. Right. At least three spurts ahead of the rest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this round is called Who 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 Who. In this round, I'll read out 10 questions. All about you four, if you think you know who it is, buzz in. Your name's your buzzers. You get a point if you get it right, a point off if you get it wrong. Only round you can lose points. Oh, shit. Wow. It's still anyone's game. It's good. Here we go. First question. Who here witnessed a woman lose her mind in a room full of people because she didn't know what Tinder was? Nicolette. Yes, Nicolette. Lloyd. Yes, you are correct. A point there for Nicolette, yes. Do you remember this? Was it a gig? At a gig, yeah. You mentioned Tinder and someone in the audience didn't know what it was and so it was going crazy in the audience about not knowing what it was. Yeah, it was one of those things where, I don't know, as a comedian there are some cultural touchstones that I men- you'd mention and just think, well, everyone knows what that is, and she didn't. And I thought she was playing along, and so I made fun of her. But she clearly did it, <laughs> and then she went insane. What, 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 was, what was the insane part? I think she just got really angry and was like, "Why is everyone laughing at me?" And oh. I, what are you talking about? And like, she just woke up from a coma. <laughs> 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 All right, next question: Who here is listed on Facebook as a self-employed model? Charlie. Yes, Charlie. Ben. You are correct. Yes, put there for Charlie. Yes. Tall. I didn't, it's it's just a joke. I know it's a joke. But. Y- yeah. Oh, really? I, I yeah. thought legit. <laughs> no, it's that like g- lumberjack, g- ginger, ginger modeling co. Because oh, right. clearly there's no ginger models that are dudes. I just like self-employed model. I think that's a funny thing to do. But Nicolette was I'm a model. I'm going to take that down, actually. Oh, don't take it down now. I forgot that was there. <laughs> Nicolette. That's stupid. People might go, oh, my modeling You've debut. Very good my mod- one and only modeling story. Yeah. I don't even know how old I was. But my modeling debut was as a child modeling do you feel like you peaked <laughs> as a kid? oh this is downhill yeah <laughs> i got rock bottom drive uh, by for josh <laughs> uh, as as a child modeling pajamas for kmart at the melbourne zoo <laughs> The flame retardant kind. Just... I, I, I doubt it. This was eighties. <laughs> yeah. We were yeah. We, in, in anything, we might have just been a pyrotechnics display waiting to happen. <laughs> the zoo. Who goes to the zoo and thinks I'm going to walk mm. away with some with a twin pajamas. set? Who are we modelling for? The apes? Like I don't. <laughs> Next question: Who once blocked their intestines due to eating too much pasta salad? Ben. Yes, Ben. It's it's. Uh... This is carb-based, so I'm going to go in the career. That was exactly is it? my yeah, thought. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. yeah, I had to have my appendix out. Because of... No way. Uh, yeah. Is that how it set, works? Set it off. I think there's some... I think I, it was... Look, it was the last meal that I had before I had to have my appendix you out. Blocked, you <laughs> blocked your intestines. My own intestines because I ate 
I had I was working at Woolworths, not a big surprise. <laughs> working at Woolies, um, and oh, in the it would be my go-to. I was at the checkout because I was. Check out checkout was like prime. It was like the blue chip role. Yeah, I was a deli boy. That was like waitressing yeah. at Birdies. <laughs> yeah. So I you and it would be my go to. <laughs> it was super cheap, and they'd so I'd get the pasta salad, and it had salad in it. And I thought we went to a good thing. Well, there's salad in the title, it so it's misleading. You think it's healthy, so, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, so fast. I think I just didn't chew it properly. <laughs> just down the gullet. Do you remember which salad it was? The yeah, it was the the one the one with the curved macaroni, one with the sort of thin shreds, of, mainly mayonnaise. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's mayonnaise. all mayonnaise. Fish? Yeah. Not the one with no, corn, no, no. Um, what, a seafood starter? Is that what they call oh, it? Oh, seafood yeah. extender. Seafood oh, extender. no. <laughs> Glows in the, the fridge. <laughs> oh, it's rank. Yep, that's what it was. That was the last thing I ate before I had my appendix out. All right. Next question. Who, at six years old, had a neighbour call the police on them because they sang Joe Dolce, shut up your face, over the fence to them? Ben. Yes, Ben. Oh, dang. Charlie. Yes, you are correct, yes. <laughs> Only one person here old enough for that story. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I um, I was uh, kicking the footy uh, a friend's in the friend's backyard and went over the fence and the neighbour on that side of the fence, I believe he was like a diplomat or an ambassador for another country. And so he was yelling at us from what in whatever language he spoke. And so Joe Dolce's song was very popular at the he time. He was actually the Italian diplomat. <laughs> and that was considered cultural appropriation. Well, that actually, when he made the complaint, I believe it was along the lines of like racial vilification or something like that. Because I'd come out, because I came out as a six year old doing the accent. Hey, what's the matter, you? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shut up, your face. And so we didn't realize at the time that he'd actually called the federal police. I got back home and there was a knock at the door. There was two uniformed policemen with a federal police badge. My dad answered the door and they said, We're here to speak to. You know, so-and-so was abused by uh, someone who lives at this resident. And my dad, because I'm one of nine kids, so there's a few, could have been quite a few culprits. I've got two older brothers. But then when they worked out who it was, my dad was like, you're talking about my six-year-old. And so he walks me to the door and then my dad gets all indignant. He's like, all right, well, cuff him, cuff him, (laughs) hit or arrest him, take him away, go on, go on. And, uh, yeah, yeah, the, 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 that was a true story. Did they make Jeez. you do it again? Just, just to be sure. As soon as I they... too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As soon as they saw me, I, I, my, I mean, I was six years old, but my memory was they were laughing when they yeah. saw what yeah, happened. Totally. They, they, they had to respond to the complaint because it was an important diplomat or something. But yeah. once I saw what was happening, and I was surprised. I mean, I thought Australia was much more racist back then. <laughs> that kind of shit used to fly. <laughs> do you know this song? Yes. Yeah. It made I think it was. Number, I reckon it was number one in the UK as well. Yeah. It was one of those big novelty. Yeah, you could find it on Spotify. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I feel like the, we're due for one of those because I feel like the UK really delivered in like the early 2000s with Bob the Builder. And oh yeah. Like crazy Mr. Blobby. Where's the latest novelty hit? Yeah. We really? have one every. We've had one every Christmas for the past what? two years. <clears throat> oh, I've got to talk to my Spotify algorithm. Cool. What would have been the last big novelty hit though? Where the there's this weird couple that are sort of like raising money for charity, and you mean um, and William Dad. and Harry Harry and So they do a charity single that is um, always connected to sausage rolls. Oh, so great. I think they did I I love sausage rolls rather than I love rock and roll. And it gets to number one. 
Sausage rolls. Oh, that's catchy. You get on. And it is genuinely that they're not singers. They're <laughs> like just two them. fat northerners. <laughs> right. But because they're raising money for charity, people are like, oh, I'll, oh, that's great. I'll download this single. It's all downloads and streams and stuff now. Wow. I don't think you can go out and physically buy it on CD. <laughs> well, well, generally what it is, right, is like it's a, it's a sketch character. Like Mrs. Yeah. Brown will come out and release a single, right? That That's, I mean, at least in Australia, that was the big no. It was always like a Kylie Mole or a yeah, Fruit we have release. Oh, so. Summer Heights High. Um, yeah, Mr. Oh, yeah. G had. Yeah, uh, oh, Naughty no, Girl. Jermaine. Yeah, she's a naughty girl. Yeah, but that wasn't a big. Is that wasn't a big one? I don't think it was a big number one. It wasn't uh, like okay. Shut Up Your Face kind of yeah, worldwide right. hit. Yeah. Sorry, man. That's, I was just trying to think of. No, no. Was. Sorry. It's just my voice. I wasn't that <laughs> <laughs> You should shut up in yeah. your face. Yeah. <laughs> Question five Who recently on a plane told the woman they were sitting next to that this plane's probably going to crash and I'm fine with it? Lloyd. Yes, Lloyd. Ben. No, that was Nicolette. <laughs> Holy shit. No, nah, it's been upgraded to first class. We shouldn't go on about it. Um, and I genuinely thought this is this is could be it, and I'm okay with it. Like you've got your little pajama set that they gave yeah, you. Yeah, it was a flight back from the UK. Sorry, from New York to the UK. And, yeah, it was wow, decent. Yeah, it wasn't and, like from New Zealand or some shit like that. <laughs> no, it wasn't like Brisbane. Yeah. Um, and they brought me a menu, and the menu was quite extensive, and I sort of looked at it and went, oh, my God, this is like, this is like the plane. So much yeah, carbs. It was actually the plane. <laughs> right? And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to choose between all these. And then the air hostess says, oh, no, we bring you everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> menu us for the oh. cheesy bread. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where's the cheesy bread? And, um, yeah, I, I turned to the woman beside me and was like, I believe quite afraid I'm going to get all this. Like, I reckon probably the plane will go down. <laughs> and I'm going to be okay good. with it. Yeah, too good. And so no, did they, all, do, they have to, do they have to, like, like pull you off the Restrain plane or me, something? Yeah. yeah, like when that happens? Because no, is that, is that as, like, taken as a threat? No. Really? I don't think so. Hmm. Well, no, it wasn't. I mean, it was Delta. So Right. And this... No, it was post nine eleven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they're so sensitive. Like I'm I've, universally I've, adored. I've, so. heard, I've been pulled up at the airport. My, I was travelling with a group of people, and someone made not even a reference like that about a plane going down, and we got held, and the police came, and like had spoke to us. They weren't going to let us on the flight. I can't even remember what the comment was, but it was really? something along the lines of the plane blowing up. Oh well, but, I didn't oh, refer Jesus. to like yeah anything but exploding he did, he did, apart he... from my stomach. Um, <laughs> No, no, home and hose. And I slept the whole time. So the worst part was oh, I slept through the meal. You missed it. Oh, yeah, because in, in first class, you you get, they give you dreams. You have dreams. I woke up and I dreamt. Anyway, it was amazing. So first cool. class give you dreams. Like conception. Yeah. Take, take nothing else from this podcast, people. Yeah. It's on the menu. Yeah. Next question. Who here took about two years to work out how to get the water right in their shower? Nicolette. Yes, Nicolette. Charlie. No, it was Lloyd. I put on Nicolette. The old shower safe. I <laughs> bought a flat and couldn't get the hot water to work in the shower. It's intermittent. And I thought it was a problem with the boiler. I had the plumbers come out. Yeah. And then I spent a lot of last year in Australia, so I wasn't at the flat. And I came back, had the same problem, got the same plumber out <laughs> to look at the shower and the hot water system and everything. And he grabbed the shower and he went, Oh, you know that you can pull it out towards you uh, and turn it further uh, and then you get hot water. 
Right. And I was like, you were here last year. <laughs> you definitely didn't tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> so I paid, I reckon I paid, what is it, 600 bucks to figure just out to how to turn the hot water on in the shower. I was just at a, uh, a post-production place and I used their bathroom and the tap was just like a single stick with a little knob on the end of it. And I'm twisting it and I'm so pulling it. So my instincts it. were right, clearly. It yeah. didn't, couldn't get any water out of it. I'm like, how the fuck is it? And I'm waving my hands. I'm looking for like a pedal or anything. If you pivot it slightly on top of the stick, like you, you understand? So it's like that. You pivot it like that. You get the tap going, but you yeah. don't twist. You don't pull. There's no infrared. It, I was in there for legit five minutes <laughs> trying to get this fucking tap to come on. Why are we trying to... Make taps harder. Yeah, they were <laughs> working. They hot one, one, cold one. Considering it's hand hygiene that is killing us. Yeah. Pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question seven. Who saved a fellow cast member from drowning? Lloyd. Yes, Lloyd. Charlie. No, it was Ben Knight. Mm-hmm. Point of Lloyd. Uh, saved Gox. Aaron Gox. Aaron Gox. Aaron Gox great. wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Ben oh, Knight. I knew that as well. You told me that story. Right. Yeah, it was hilarious. As such, like, well, it was scary at the time, but do you know Aaron Gox? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron Gox, yeah. So we were shooting the merger, and uh, we, we swam across. There was a, a rope swing, and so we swam across the Wagga Wagga River, which has notoriously got a really strong, strong sweep. And we got across, but there was like a sandbank like halfway across that we walked across halfway and then swam the rest, went and played on the swings, and then was, we swam back. <laughs> And we, we missed, because the, the, the sweep was strong, we missed the sandbank. So we just had to swim the rest of the way. So I got back and then uh, Goxie <laughs> took a, a little bit longer. And then I hear him going, um, uh, Oi, Ben! <laughs> I was like, oh, what's that? And then I see him like waving his hands and I just started going, oh, Goxie's being funny. <laughs> and I hear him go, Help! <laughs> and then he went under, and I was like, "Oh, oh shit. Shit. Pops back up, mullet everywhere. And so I grabbed a soccer ball, launched it at him, and it like landed right near him. And he just watched it float. Oh. <laughs> Hits him in the head. Floated past him. When I got him out, I was like, "Why didn't you grab the soccer ball?" And he thought, and he said, "Man, I, I, I was drowning. I thought, what the fuck are you throwing me a football for? I don't want to play sport. I'm drowning." <laughs> Anyway, so I ran out. I swam out. I said, yeah, get on your back. Because, like, I'd done surf lifesaver growing up on the sunny coast. So I said, put him on his back. And he kept trying to go on his front. I said, just lay on your back. And then did the whole thing. The, the, safety yeah, swim. Yeah, safety swim. And got him, got him to shore. And he freaked out. Like, yeah, it was it was actually quite scary afterwards. Fly. But, um, yeah, but after that, the next day, he went and bought a three-kilo dumbbell from Rebel Sport and started doing exercises in his <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, I've got to get fit. I was like, sick, man. That's he should have brought some floaties instead. Like, <laughs> quick thing, I would not have thought to throw the ball. That makes so much yeah, sense. So much sense. Well, yeah, that, uh, yeah, I was pretty stoked. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was the um, Iraqi kids' ball, as well. <laughs> <laughs> and the sweep just took it. <laughs> and so, yeah, we had to buy him a new football as well. <laughs> All right, question eight: Who here, as a child, tried to steal their neighbor's Star Wars figurines? Who tried to steal the figurines? Charlie. Yes, Charlie. Ben. No, it was Lloyd. Shit. Oh, off, Charlie. Yeah, I was maybe five or six, really into Star Wars, and my next-door neighbour had, like, all of the men. And so I went round to play with them, and then 
it wasn't like premeditated the crime. He just went to the bathroom and like I saw my opportunity, <laughs> so I tucked my trousers into my socks and then op- like pulled my waistband open and just filled my pants up with maybe like four, maybe like forty Star Wars men. Like it wasn't. Did you were you grabbing any the first that you saw? The best, you, the best oh, ones. I, I was like, I've got, I've already got that. Not interested. Like in the and then he came back from the toilet and he was like. What do you, you want to tell me anything? And I was like, no. And then he was like, right, we're going to go and speak to my mum. Oh, shit. So then they took me downstairs, and I had, I was still, like, styling it out. like an armour in, like, three <laughs> 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 I, I, I couldn't walk, Robert. Ben Feliz, <laughs> you Look like MC Hammer. <laughs> Jabber the hut hitting you in the balls. <laughs> Next question. Who here got a gash on their elbow in Guatemala, and a local student nurse put three stitches in it, but they all fell out that night? Nicolette. Yes, Nicolette. Ben. You are correct. Yes. yes. Hey, yeah, that was hectic. Your stories are also macho and cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Guatemala. I saved someone's I life. I stole someone's life. <laughs> <laughs> like a wanker now. But you were playing, what, football? Yeah, so I was in a school teaching over in Guatemala, which is like in the highlands, in like the mountains in the middle of nowhere. And then we played football and it was like this football field was carved into the side of a mountain. And so like there were these boulders on the edge. And this kid tackled me into it and smacked my elbow. And then one kid ran into the bush and came back chewing these leaves and just went, stuck it on there. And it just started burning. It was like some, I don't know, magic shit. It was cool. <laughs> and then uh, they said, yeah, my sister's a nurse. And then I went into this little hut and she had no gear. She had like needles and shit and then stitched it up. And then, yeah, they all fell out. But like, she had these massive gloves as well. Like, you know, the ones where the fingers are like all yeah. wobbling. <laughs> She's holding a needle. Yeah, it was so funny. Yeah. Took her like half an hour to get three stitches in. But yeah. She needed Charlie's not, not tying abilities. Not yeah. Exactly. She started to right being a noose. You're like, oh, I'm up. <laughs> and our last question for the game, if my voice holds out Who spent a summer traveling through India working with the Jesu- Jesuits? Ben. Yes, Ben. Nicolette? No, it was Charlie. Ah, you, uh, you almost said it. I could see you. Uh, yeah, yeah. I went to a uh, Jesuit high school, and so there, uh, you could uh, nominate for a scholarship and go and work with missionaries in India for uh, summer holidays, which I did. First time overseas. Quite an eye-opener. <laughs> wow. Being, uh, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was awesome. So we started in Calcutta and then spent most of our time in Bihar, which is like one of the poorest states in India. But um, it was... Uh, I, for someone who had lived a very sheltered lifestyle to then go to India. And it was funny because the way my school worked is it wasn't officially stated, but if you did that scholarship from history, most students would then go on to become priests. It was kind of like okay. the first step in going to a seminary. And so I think I was the guy who bucked the trend. I went over there and was like, oh, you know what? And, and the priests over there were great. Like the missions did great work. And I came back going, yeah, you know what, maybe, you know, religion does work. It is useful. But then I came back to where I went to school and was like, you guys are all fucking hypocrites. I felt like <laughs> Jesus That's in the true. temple. I wanted to overturn the temples and tear it all down. Did you get over there and, like, your face was on all their posters? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I was Photoshopped this time. Yeah. At the end of the game, the scores are Lloyd Langford on one point. Oh. You got one point. Ben Knight on three points. Hey. Nicolette Minster on five points. But I went out on eight points. It's Charlie Clouser. Oh, hey. And you know the secret is you don't answer any questions. Yeah. <laughs> I just sat there and allowed you guys to lose points. Oh, you got points. Yeah. 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 yeah.
So, because you, when you get to promote whatever you want to promote first, you've got some podcasts that people should listen to. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So I do a podcast, Tofop, with Will Anderson. So we're back on air. We're doing those podcasts now. I'll do another one with Osher Ginsberg called Dad Pod, because uh, Osher and I are both uh, new dads. Um, we're on a little hiatus, but you can listen to the entire first season uh, on Acast. And uh, Two Guys, One Cup will be coming back very soon for the start of the AFL season. Cool. Nice. Lloyd, where can people see you? Oh, um, don't go and see me. Uh, go and see Greg Larson's show at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. It looks really exciting. I don't think he's on social media, so no, he is. He's on Twitter. He's he's very good on Twitter at the minute. He's, oh, is he? He's, like, he's not on. He's not on Facebook or anything like that. Uh, okay. I think, no. or well, Instagram. yeah. Go on, all right. Look look on Twitter. He's I, very, on I very much endorse that endorsement as well. He's very funny, and this show this year, I think he's like a. a, a it's not a play, but it's like more theatrical. It's about it. being on the door. Yes. Which I can definitely empathise with. <laughs> and if you're in Brisbane, come along to the podcast on the Sunday because uh, you might see Greg Larson there. I can't confirm or deny, but he's doing it. Uh, <laughs> ben, where can people see you? Uh, I'd like to promote Lloyd Langford. <laughs> 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 yes, go see. He's, he's on tour with him and he's amazing. So go see that. And uh, I'm on I'm Big Red Ben Knight on Instagram, and that other one I do is Dicks are funny. And you're doing Instagram. it. You're and doing I'm, a show on the festival. Yeah, as well. yeah, I'm doing a show called Teacher yep. at Cooper's Inn, but that's all on social media. Does yeah. the uh, the sausage story get a run? You're yeah, 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 yeah. Now. That's, yeah. I'm going to use that. There. You can have it. You can have it. <laughs> Nicolette. You can find me in the crowd at Lloyd Show. And then, um, I will be a serial pest by the end of the season. Um, I where, what am I doing? Um, there's another. We're about to record shoot another series of Kinney tonight. So if you stick around after have you been paying attention? It's sometime in May. I'm sure that will air and. Keep watching it and keep me employed below equity minimum minimums. Um, <laughs> and I'm on Instagram mainly. Sometimes I think of a joke. And then I'll put that on Twitter, but that doesn't happen very often. <laughs> but I'm Nick <laughs> underscore Minstagram, so. Good. Hey, if you're in Brisbane, Canberra or Melbourne, tickets for all the live shows are on sale at joshua.com.au. Make sure you get them, if, especially if you're in Brisbane, because that is very close to selling out. So It's appropriate, by quick. the way, before you go, that you have Batman on your T-shirt and you sound like Christian Bale. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> for the listener, I'm wearing it is a T-shirt for the band Idols. I'm not into Batman, but it's just on there. So it's an old school Can you please Batman. say it? I'm Batman. Right? I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for listening. Till next time. Bye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional. You have to do it. (laughs) We used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.